Sometimes, life is yikes. And that's okay. You're not alone. Welcome, Welcome to, to Yikesland. Hi, guys, and welcome to Glasses Land. Glasses Land. Uh, for if podcast you're, if listeners, you're listening, we're wearing glasses. Yes. <laughs> Jelani got some new glasses. Um, they were also featured in a previous episode, but uh, it's just really glasses heavy up in here. That's so. right. We look smart. Mm. <laughs> I think we just look Asian, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I am your host, Chris Fung. I am Jelani Hoon. Uh, and we're here bringing you the views from Yikesland, which we can see super well with our glasses. That's right. Um, we're glad that you are here on another sunny Yikesland day. That's right. Um, but it's like a cool colored sun that sort of makes you feel more depressed, but also makes you feel bad for not going outside. So it's like laden with guilt uh, and failed expectations. Oh, Yikesland. Oh, oh, oh. Um <laughs> And the rest of the episode is just me saying really specific weather conditions that make me sad and feel bad about myself. Oh, so no. hunker down, guys. Welcome to no. Weather Report. No. <laughs> uh, this is Yikesland episode 45, 45, which is wild. Wild to A me. A lot has happened. These many moons. Many, many moons. Yeah. Uh, super excited about it, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for... You know, this, once again, re reconvening for another Yikesland episode, our, you know, as we journey through our discussion about mental health and our, you know, working through with our depression, checking in with us here and checking in with you guys out there. Um, we want to make sure you guys show up here uh, with us on our Tuesdays that we drop this episode. But uh, we want you guys here not only to listen to the podcast, you know, you don't have to, but we just want you guys here in the world with us because you being here in the world with us makes all the difference. It uh, makes, you know, because if you weren't here, make the world a lesser world. So we want you to make sure you're here with us. We are going to start the podcast off like we always do. Yep. Jelani, how are you? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Hi, I'm Jelani. Yes, I'm doing, yes, you are. I'm doing all right. Uh, not too bad. Uh, it's been cold. It's uh, been a little freezing, so I'm trying to stay warm, but also still trying to make sure I, like, stay focused and driving, you know, through, like, what I want. Um, do you have any cold weather activities that you do enjoy? Uh, no, <laughs> that's not one. That's not an activity. Uh, right now, the only cold weather activity that I'm doing is just a lot of running around with my, like, equipment um, because I've like amped up like our schedule for podcasting stuff um because this is the year we are really trying to like make sure we're making content and doing things and like focusing on it and you know that's been really cool um so yeah i've been doing that a lot more and getting back in the groove of just like being around people and doing things that i love to do and um being creative you know so trying to exercise that in my mind a little bit so that's really cool i like that a lot so that's been really cool. I I been trying to like really focus, you know, hyper focus myself and like these are the things that I want to set up for myself. These are the things that I want to do and let's see if I can like have everything uh uh follow that and maintain that course for a little while. So it's it's, it's been doing all right so far. So I I feel like I'm doing okay. Um the cold weather has been like 
sapping my energy level a little bit, but I... And it still gets dark pretty early. Yeah, that's it. getting better, but so, still, like, feels like there's less day to be had. Getting back, get, getting back in a groove of things, you know. And also after, been like, the holidays for, you know, like, those are past now. So, like, now I can get back to a routine. So, like, that's good. So now there's not all these hectic schedules that we had. Um, so that's good, you know. So that's what I've been doing. What about you? How you been? I, um... This is separate, but I was going to talk about a cold weather activity. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That I, that, no, I, always, okay. I, I always like right away just jump into your thing. No, I'm sorry. it's fine. I will just as my how I am will tell you that. No, the cold weather does affect me also. Um, I think this year less than previous years because my dog really likes playing in the snow. Mm. Um, and so the other day when uh i had to shovel the driveway i like went outside with him um and for some reason shoveling has always been an activity that i enjoy mm -hmm. so um that's weird and you can tell i haven't been living in wisconsin that long but um i went out to shovel with him and he like played next to me um and so like that's kind of fun because i have now i have like a cold weather companion um, I also have to go outside a lot more for walking him and it can be pretty unpleasant. Um, but like, it's a little bit easier when you remind yourself that you're doing it for somebody else and that they're enjoying it. Um, but I also got to go sledding for the first time in my adult life. I think I had been sledding maybe like literally 20 years ago when nice. I was an actual child. Um, and it was so much fun. It was the best day. So I'm just trying to remember, I, I have struggled with the cold. It's not, it's not really the winter specifically. It's the cold and that once my hands and feet get cold, they'll stay cold. And so like, I think I've said this on the podcast before, but there'll be times where I can't get to sleep because for hours I can't warm my feet back up or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like that kind of gets to me just over time where it's not acutely bad at any one moment, but over time you realize that you're like anxious and depressed and you're like, I don't know why. And you realize you're not anxious and depressed. You're just like brought down by the cold for some reason. Um, so I've been trying to focus on like, what are the good things? What do I enjoy? Uh, that's why I asked you if you have any cold weather activities you like. I also recently discovered that I can stick my feet underneath my dog and he won't get up and he will warm them. So that's been useful. Nice. Um, so just trying to work through the weather and stuff like that. I know that uh, we have many more months of it to come here in Milwaukee, most likely. So it's just got to figure out a way. And like I mentioned in the previous episode, I've been finding a way to run despite the cold, which is cool because I don't want – what happened last year was that it was already the middle of the summer by the time I discovered running. And mm. so then you don't have that many races left to run. Um, so I'm trying to like be ready this time so that I can like – run whatever races I feel like instead of being like, oh, no, I need eight weeks to train for this, and I wasn't prepared. Nice. So nice. I'm feeling pretty upbeat about that stuff. Oh, good, yeah. good. This this kind of gives us a really good segue into, uh, like, our checkup on, like, uh, second checkup on, like, the yeah. resolutions and stuff like that. So you've been continuing to run. Yeah, so um, my one of my other resolutions from uh, the resolutions episode was to um, seek treatment for my ADHD if I do get that diagnosis. 
Um, and so I did follow up. Um, I think I had told you guys that um, I was going through some testing um, and I'm, I did that at um, a school with somebody who's a student and then who works underneath um, someone who is like a licensed supervisor. Um, so I called to check up on the results with that and they are still being, the report is still being written. Um, but I was proud to like, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I'm really not good at phone calls. A lot of my job yeah. is phone calls and it sucks and I can do it for work because I have to. But then when it's for myself, like making a doctor's appointment or calling to get my car fixed or whatever, like when it's just for me, I cannot do it. Mm. So it was really hard to like make a phone call to, to check up on this. So I was pretty proud that I did that. Um, and that should be wrapping up in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then I also did sit down with my therapist and let him know that this was one of my goals for the year was that if I do get that diagnosis, that I would like to talk to everybody about treatment. And I also talked to him about my other goal, which was to learn to talk myself down. Um, so that will also be something that I'll be working on in therapy. So that's kind of where my strides have come this time is um, like through a more the more formal avenue of therapy um, which I'm really glad that I have. When you're in therapy, you're like, I can't imagine ever not being in therapy. And then when you're not yeah. in therapy, you're like, how can I ever go back to being in therapy? It seems yeah. so hard and impossible. So uh, I'm really lucky to have that right now. Yeah. But um, those are that's that's my progress on my resolutions. How about you? I'm feeling really good about them. Uh, you know, the friends, the friend day things uh, are happening uh, more and more. Uh, trying to like get in my mind of like things that I want to do. Um, so that'd be cool. Um, I am, uh, really getting back into the groove of thinking about like things I want, like for, for the culinary stuff. I, I've been really getting back in the groove of that, like getting that passion back. Um, thinking about like things that I want to eat, you know, and, um, it's weird for the longest time. I never really wanted to eat anything, you know, like I was, I guess I was just stuck in a rut of just like this passion I had was gone and I never really just like craved like something. Right. And had like thought about it. And then all of a sudden, like now where I'm trying to think of things more, like I'm actually thinking about it and I'm actively like, it's starting to stew more in, my, in the back of my, in my of my mind of like things that I like I actually want or what I want to, what I feel like I really like have like a a, a hankering for yeah. you know, and so that's been exciting you know that's exciting for me you know because you know it's been felt like for a long time it's been burnt out of me you know, and I think that's also a common um, like depression symptom that you almost don't want to eat like nothing seems exciting to you because part, partly for you because it takes away your ability to enjoy um like your favorite hobbies but then also like literally almost your senses are dulled where mm. like stuff that you used to enjoy doesn't mean anything anymore and i think that's why when we do our little uh, depression foods segment that's why the depression foods are so weird because it'll be like your brain only lets one tiny 
like stupid food in so that you like yeah. I don't want to eat anything except for tiny sandwiches. Yeah. I don't want to eat anything except for Cheetos. And then you just have to like live on that thing because that's the only thing your brain will let you enjoy. But it like it takes so much out of you. So I think it's cool that you're um, kind of starting to feel some of that stuff again. Yeah, yeah. So I'm feeling good about what like I have put up for myself as my resolution. So that's I'm, – I'm feeling really good about it, positive about it. So that's my I'm update. I'm glad. Well, should we jump into uh, the topic sure. for this episode? Yes. Uh, let's, talk, let's jump into this topic here, guys. Um, so this topic this week uh, was one that came up with a discussion with a friend. But uh, also just um, – I, I think it's a good point to do it as, like, we're starting a new year – Let's reflect a little bit. And uh, what I would like to do, the topic for this week is reflect on Yikesland, the podcast, right? Um, so what, I mean, if you're in, you know, if you've been with us since the beginning, you'll know like our, our journey from where, from that point till now and how the, the podcast has evolved and how it has like uh, how, how we actually, uh, what's the word? had the podcast uh displayed to you guys i'm i'm forgetting the word right now i'm blanking on it but you know uh <laughs> i don't i can't help you somehow uh how how we how we uh put together the podcast like, the beginning was very very heavy on like just us talking about like our ourselves and like really going into that and then we really put more topics into it and then we really uh come into our own i think um and we've made some a lot of shows and i'm very proud of every show we do um, and then there's some that we have just like really excelled at that were like there were some that like we really felt really great about and um, I'm proud of this this podcast that we put here together you know this little Yikesland podcast about mental health and depression and you know us dealing with that and talking about it in a in an honest and you know very open manner and so I want to put up as a topic for this week as like a reflection of how how has this podcast jack slam like affected you how has it affected you um how do you feel about it like has it changed you i mean do you feel like um any different from when you first right before you started the podcast until now um things like that you know a anything relating to the podcast like that's what i really want to hear about you know so um what about you uh, well, I'm pretty excited for this topic, I think, uh, because I am a sucker for reflecting on stuff. So Ooh. cool. Um, and I'm also a sucker for talking about things when they're in progress and when they're not perfect. Um, and I've mentioned this in a bunch of episodes before, but um, I think what we're starting to see a lot um, out in social media and in the public sphere is people coming out about their mental health struggles um, kind of after they're already not finished because in a lot of ways you never, you know, finish them or you never get over or get better necessarily something in like a super formal way like that. But um, there's a lot of people that are coming out about struggles that they had in the past. And I think that that's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, but there's still a lot of work to be done with people talking about struggles like that are happening before they get famous, you know, that mm. are happening right now, something that they're working on that they're not over yet. Um, and I think I really started to feel like that's an important space for me to be at. 
Um, and I, um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about my history as far as being open with um, mental health stuff, eating disorder, depression, picking, all of that mm-hmm. um, as kind of a precursor to what I'm like now. Um, but I think that so the way that Jelani and I like found each other was he was already doing podcasts and I had never listened to a podcast, but, um, we both kind of came together. Um, and it had always been something that was in the back of my mind because I'm a person that, um, that wants to be honest about mental health stuff. Um, I think that if you can, be honest, like I know that for a lot of people, it's not safe for professional reasons or personal reasons. Um, they're not comfortable. They're not in a place that they can do that. Um, that's totally fine. And I've been in those places too. Um, but I think that for me, I feel like if I can, then I have sort of an obligation to do it for myself and for other people. Um, that are having the same struggle. And um, it's kind of, so I am not straight. And you guys probably know that. I don't know if it came up. I don't know if I formally came out, but like uh, doing it now. Um, But I think we already knew that. Um, And I was not honest about it for a really long time. Um, Like, to myself at first and then to other people even. So like I wasted years at NYU, the gayest school of all time where I could have been having a party not being out. And Mm. um, that's dumb. (laughs) That sucks. But I genuinely felt like, oh, I want to – the model of like families and marriage and growing up that was presented to me. And at the time that I was in school, it was not legal um, to like, like it wouldn't have been legal for me to marry a woman in New York until I think it was my junior year. Um, so it's not like, I guess we can feel now like, haha, it's 2020. Everyone's gay. Isn't it fun? But Mm -hmm. like, um, there was definitely enough pressure, whatever there was, even though there are a lot of people that fought before me to even get to the point that we're at, there was enough pressure that like, I wasn't, honest about stuff to myself. And then even after I was honest with myself, I couldn't be honest with other people. Um, and I think for some reason, like I hit a point where I decided to start talking about literally everything. Um, like, like just talk about being gay, just talk about mental health stuff, just talk about everything because it all built up where there were so many things that I wasn't talking about that, um, it just felt like unsustainable. I was like, this isn't even, this isn't even who I am. Like I'm a loud person and I'm a person who wants to be honest and I'm a person who wants to share feelings. Um, and I, to be clear, like there are people that I shared stuff with, especially with, um, mental health struggles. But even in college, like I told you guys before, I had a whole eating disorder and did not even tell my best friend and roommate, even though I fully could have trusted her, Um, like there was no reason not to, like, I just felt like, oh no, I don't want to be seen differently. Um, and so when I was going through the great depression, um, I have like Instagram posts from way back then where I was, I started really talking about what it was like for me. Mm -hmm. Um, at the time I was 
like dealing with a lot of um, picking issues. And so I had like pick marks all over my face and it was really scary to be seen like that and scary to go out in public. Um, also because I had been inside so long, it was scary to go out in public in general. Um, but it was even worse to go out and look kind of like I felt, I felt like a freak. And I would say that to myself, like you look like a freak. Um, and I started going out like that and I like went to the mall. I remember one day and was so scary to go, but I went and I took a selfie and I posted it on my Instagram, um, to kind of really start being honest about that stuff. And it was really during the great depression. I think that I started talking the most about what I was going through because it was like the lowest point And I felt like I had nothing to give the world except honesty about what it's like to live in Yikesland. And hmm. I was like, fine, I have nothing to lose. So here you go. This is what it's like for me. Um, and I kind of just never shut up about it. And so finding you in order to start this podcast was awesome because I don't think it's something that I ever would have, like, because I did not have, you know how, like, when you're starting something new, all these tiny little things block you and they, yeah. they stop you, even though it's not a real roadblock, it's like a mental roadblock. And so I think the mental roadblock of, like, although I could have gotten equipment, learned how to set everything up, like, could I have done that in terms of what I'm capable of? Yeah, maybe, you know, like, hopefully, I'm not too dumb to do that. But I never would have done that. There's mm. no way. And so like, it was a really perfect pairing for me. Because you even had to needle me where like, we we were sitting, you were sitting at the bar, and I was bartending. And we started talking about this. And you were even after the fact, you like texted me and you were like, but you should really think about us doing this in a serious way. Even though we had had what at the time seemed like a casual conversation about it, you were like, but we should really do it. And I was like, uh, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> um, and I think that like there was a lot of stuff leading up to that for me. And mm -hmm. I'm curious what stuff led up to it for you in terms of like going from doing your other podcasts which are about like, in a way, I mean, so in a way as a nerd, I like, I see how it's all connected, but on the surface level, at least the tone of your other podcasts and the content is supposedly completely different. So like kind of what was your mental journey? Cause we've never really talked about this. Yes. This is about like what's yeah. everything that led you to finding me and to us doing this. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh yes so this uh starting this podcast was something that i had envisioned for a long time but never had a clear idea of how to do it or what exactly it would be right the only thing that i had in the back of my head was that i wanted to do something completely different from what i was already doing and I wanted it to be something that was that I could feel good about, that I could feel like we were that I was doing something that meant something in a positive way. Right. And at the same time, I also wanted to do something where it was more open and more real than what we were doing because 
the podcast that I was already doing, and like I mean, to some extent, the podcast we're doing now and things like that, the shows we do, they're very much just entertainment, right? They're very much us being personas of ourselves, right? The characters we play on those on those just shows where we are very much just like hyper everything and like you know super energized, like that is not who you meet at a bar, right? That's not that's not like if you saw me compared to how, how I am on like on stage or on, under the camera, like it's different. It's very different. I'm turned on differently, you know. Like I. Um, have honed into a way that I present myself on that and how I present myself outside of that. And some people might might not see the difference. I don't know. <laughs> you know maybe, maybe I'm not any different uh, with either. But I wanted something that was more real. It was more just me being me. And uh, at that time, uh, when I had first, like when I, when I first met you, um, I was... Uh, on like pretty much exiting out like the you know the whole decimation that I call it um and it's having everything rebooted out of my life and uh falling back into a depression depressive state um falling very heavy back into you know the you know my mental health issues and things that I was dealing with and it hitting me a lot harder and a lot of things, a lot of the stressors and a lot of the things that I wanted to be open about, a lot of things that I wanted to talk about, um, never open uh, about it. Um, you know, coming from, you know, where I was to that point when I first met you, it, uh, it was quite the journey, you know, and never being quite being myself. And the only place I could be myself was the shows that I had created, you know, and even with the ones that I had already created, which was like these, you know, these little podcasts where we talk about stuff and have fun and, uh, you know, bring the yuck yucks. Um, it's was never still really me. It was still just like about we're creating a product and we're going to create like this entertainment for people, but still have fun with it and still be us. But, uh, you know, it, it we try to like skirt that line, but it it was never a point where it was just like, this is completely 100% me. Um, I believe what I am on this show is pretty much just open me talking about what I am. Um, you know, and I, you know, of course, I still am, you know, my own person. I do my own, my, I have my own personality and do my own like little things I do. But um, I'm the most open and honest on this show. Um, and leading up to, talking to you about it which was one of the easiest things i've ever had to do because we've already had conversations before yeah we were already vibing on that level of just like hey you really seem like you have the ability to talk uh and present yourself in a manner that you can probably do a show very well and i have a habit of constantly seeking out people who would be really great on shows, right? Because that's what you do. Like you want more, you want people to come on shows and make content and have fun and do things. And you're always like trying to do things. And so after converse, after a few, like uh, uh, one, building a friendship with you, right? Which is really great. And then slowly realizing that like, you know what? I think she would be really great 
talking about what we already talk about, you know, and um, presenting it to you was just like a no brainer to me. It was just like, hey, you know, maybe we should do this. And we had this conversation about it and uh, and then it started clicking in my head. It was like, you know, all these things that I kind of wanted, all these things that I like, I wanted the show to be about. But then all of a sudden, like, well, yeah, you're dealing with this. You're dealing with this depression. You're dealing with this mental health stuff that you're going through. And you're also not dealing with it. You're also not talking about it. And what's, you know, what's one thing that you're able to do right now? What's the one thing you're able to do on a constant, consistent basis? A podcast. I do that already on a consistent basis. What can I do to make that and help that where it's like, and that's why I presented it to you. It's like, it's kind of like open therapy for both of us. You know, we get together on a weekly basis and talk, right? And that's where it first kind of started out as, you know, where it's like, hey, let's just get together and just talk, you know, and see where it goes. And that's the original, like, you know, conception of the show. And um, the, from there on, it kind of just like, after we had that initial conversation about it, I was like, that's a, it's a really good idea and I really should get her on because I really enjoy talking with her and I really enjoy talking with her about this because we both have this need to create this dialogue and we have this like like I could see it in you when you talk about it like whenever you talk about like mental health and trying to create a dialogue about it like you literally like are uh, another person you're literally light up about it and you really want to get into it because you can become hyper focused on it you know and then it's really interesting and i was like this is something that i think we could do because it's something that i love talking about too and it's something that i think that we both are skirting around of like oh finding a way to create a dialogue but we don't know how we're just like every now and then we're going to open up to somebody and open up to yeah, somebody and open I up think, to one person. I think it's something that we both were already kind of like giving little mini speeches about yeah. in our regular lives. Exactly. And like for me, is it was just wanting to be open and wanting to be honest about things and just like wanting to do something that I felt like was important for me personally. You know, like this is this podcast is probably my like my most personal and most you know like um what's the word i'm looking for here where it's it's my passion project it's the one that like it's if i was a filmmaker it's like the, it's the one that's not going to make money it's the one that's not going to do it but it's the one that i wanted to do yeah it's the it's the art piece it's the it's not the it's not one of like the billion dollar movies that are going to rake it all in it's the one that i care about and it's the one that i want i mean not saying that i don't care about the other one sure yeah i 100% care about all of my shows and I 100% put effort into each one of them but this one has a lot of my heart and soul in it you know and it has a lot of my wanting to slowly be open more and you know be more out there with things that I you know I want to talk about and, and this is what it's about and like as we jumped into it like that's where it started you know so that's how it went you know so yeah. like, like and I'm glad that we're able to be open and honest about it things on this podcast and that's really great you know and that's where we slowly started to like begin we started there and like this is where it's going you know yeah. and i think when we started like i i mean you know so <laughs> in a way i was glad that i didn't really have 
background. Like I was grateful that you had a background with podcasts so that you would make sure that everything was like going well enough, like formally. But then I was kind of glad that I was coming in just like not knowing what I was doing because it allowed me to be more authentically myself rather than trying to be a specific type of person on a podcast to do Mm -hmm. it quote unquote the right way. Yeah. Um, Because I think that that would have interfered with my ability to just be like straight up honest. Here's me. Um, I was really scared though in the beginning, not only because I've um, been like a lightly been a performer in the past in no formal way um, and had to like give speeches in front of a thousand people and stuff like that. But I also usually black out during that stuff (laughs) where people will be like, you did great. And I'm like, thanks. I don't remember it. Um, and so this is a situation where I like can't black out during it cause I need to be present because the situation's changing. Um, and I still to this day don't really like hearing my voice or seeing my face or like, for some reason I'm always concerned about my hair or whatever, like all these little things that like are voices in your head that kind of try to interfere with what you're doing and tell you to stop, even though you as a person are like, no, what I'm doing is really important to me. I feel like it might be important to other people and I want to keep doing it. Um, But like I was definitely more terrified of those things in the past. Um, I just knew that it was important that I do it anyway, even though – I knew that especially at this point, I'm pretty comfortable talking on the podcast and I'm like, obviously sometimes, you know, you'll stumble or you'll say something that you didn't quite phrase the way that you meant to, or you lost your train of thought. Like all of that stuff is going to happen because humans, but, um, I, that used to happen to me a lot more and I knew, like, I felt clumsy about it and I knew that it was happening, but I was like, it's really important that you just power through this and this is going to be recorded and it's going to be out in the world and then your quote unquote mistakes are going to permanently be out there and mm. whatever. But um, that was like a, th- a talk that I had to give myself um, for sure was like, this isn't a scripted situation where we can retake and retake and do it perfectly and look good and sound good while we're saying it. You know, we just record and then occasionally if something terrible happens, we have to redo something. But pretty much it's just we record it and then this is what it is except for one time I choked on water and I think we <laughs> tried to edit that out. Yeah. But it's really very – it's very real. Mm. Um, and knowing that was difficult at first especially um, because I am a perfectionist um, And I know that this is something that we've talked about before too, where like it's hard because you struggle with wanting it to be perfect. But like if you work on one thing forever, it's never going to be perfect and then you'll never put it out there. And then you're definitely not making a difference because you have nothing out there at all. Yeah. Um, And that's something with podcasting for sure is something I had to learn immediately where as much as I am a perfectionist with a lot of things, I had to break myself of that with the, with the shows with the all the content that, that is created with like the things that we do here like it is i just have to accept what we have right and what we can do and if there's something i can control um i will control it and i will do what i can but 
over analyzing it and over editing it is not going to aid the product any more than just leaving it and being real with it. So, um, you know, sometimes mistakes happen and then like you move on and you learn from it for the next show. And you know, that's my outlook on it. And other, you know, other people have, have other outlooks on it. Like some people do like to really vet through and edit out everything and do all this stuff. For me, I'd rather deal with what we have um, and start from there and then improve along the way as the process instead of the product, right? Yeah. I want to perfect the process and not the product is what I'm looking to do. I want the process to be perfect because a perfect process will yield you a much better, much better content. You know, well, what I'm I think for. that's something that for me also made this a good pairing because yeah. these were conversations that we had early on. Like I was honest about the fact that I was afraid, you know? Yeah. Um, and that I was awkward in the beginning and I guess I'm probably still awkward now compared to how I will be a year from now. And like, that's cool. Cause it means I'm getting better. Um, but I think that's, that's something that uh, definitely appealed to me in terms of working with you because as much as in my dream world, somebody would edit everything I say to sound perfect all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I know that that would not yield like me putting out genuine feelings yeah. that would just yield me saying like really canned responses about mental health that you could have read in like any Instagram post. Mm. And that's just not, interesting to me and it also wouldn't have been helpful to me when I was in the Great Depression which is a thing that I think about a lot is like how can I be a person now that would have helped me in the past you know it wouldn't have cured me it wouldn't have stopped me from feeling that pain but it would have been something that I could hear and feel like there's a voice that understands and if we were over editing everything too I think it would just end up me saying really boring stuff that couldn't possibly be considered imperfect, but that isn't helpful at all. Yeah. Um, and so that was something like when we were talking early on that I was like, this is the attitude that of a person that I want to work with because it's something, because that's what's going to help me grow more than like somebody fixing my every tiny misstep and editing out anytime I say something imperfect. Yeah. It's, I yeah right away when we first leading up to it we had like we had our we had a whole like brainstorming session I remember we did this where we got together and we didn't record anything we just talked about what we wanted the show to be how we wanted to present it how it was going to be and I was very upfront about like how everything was going to be presented and that like it would be just very raw it'd be very open and very honest is what I wanted it to be and like we're going to go through it and like if we if i have to edit something i will but most of the time i want to leave a lot of things untouched you know because i feel like that gives it gives us the ability to not only learn from those mistakes but and per, you know and slowly improve the process to you know yield us a better product but also you know it gives us room to grow because if we continue to do the process in the same manner and then over edit in the in the end and it's just like then you're not giving yourself room to grow, right? Because then it's like, oh, I know it'll be edited all out afterwards. And so it's something that I like to do um, with 
like all of the products that we create here, and especially with this show, is that um, I will leave a lot of it, a lot of the show untouched, um, except for like things that I do need to cut out, and it that's what it will be. And uh, moving forward, like okay, so it's it's whatever we talked about in this episode and whatever we did right here, that's that's gonna be out there. And then like next time we come back around, we we remember what we talked about last time. Know if anything stood out to us of something we, like we wanted to alter how we, you know, you know, vibe with the show and and do different things. And I, I believe that's like that's how the show has slowly evolved. Where like it's gotten to a point where there's a huge difference from the shows we did way at the beginning and the shows we are doing now. You know, I I hundred percent believe that, and uh, I believe it's because of like the ability like and the way that we vibed together about like you know um under making uh, this understand that like we're just going to slowly evolve with this slowly make small changes along the way and adapt and we're gonna we're gonna do it together and we're gonna go all the way through it and like we've been doing that we've been making small changes and little little tweaks along the way and i i uh, i think they've been helping us adapt to, to doing this show um which has been really great um i I've been really enjoying it and slowly being more and more just like comfortable with just being open about everything and open to like to you and open to the people who are listening uh, about like the, you know, all the trials and tribulations and the things that we just, you know, are doing, but also being open when we are doing okay and stating that like, yes, I, I am okay. And this is positive. This is what's the positive thing that's happening as well. Um, so I think we've learned to do that as well. So, yeah, I think uh, I feel a lot more comfortable speaking about mental health stuff now. Um, you know, I like still not a doctor, still not the only voice of authority. Like we're yeah, just among no. many voices in Yikesland. Um, but at the same time, I think in the past. I had a little bit more trouble sharing certain things um, and I also had more trouble even putting into words whatever it was that I was going through. Um, and I found, and I've mentioned this before when I started therapy, that I found that talking to you here and to all of you um, really helped me going back into therapy because it has helped me kind of learn to crystallize issues um, to really be able to put into words whatever it is that I'm struggling with or trying to change. Um, and a lot of that, because when you're in therapy, you're just trying to, you still have to communicate to another person like what your problem is and what's happening because um, they're not following you around in your life, like picking out all of your problems. Yeah. Um, and so it's really improved the quality of my therapy because I, and, and I have a really easy way to tell because I'm seeing the same therapist that I was in the past, only now I'm good at talking. Um, and I was seeing that therapist previous, prior to the Great Depression um, and then for a little bit of it um, and then now. So I, even though some of my memories are murky from during the Great Depression time, I can really tell that um, even in even in the sessions, I'm able to progress um, kind of like faster, but I guess also more clearly because I'm able to communicate about a lot of stuff. And that's something that I gained just by having more conversations here. 
And I think that's also something that you can gain, even if you don't have a podcast or YouTube channel or whatever. But if you start having more conversations about mental health with your friends or your family or whoever will listen, if you start talking about that stuff more, you'll get better at it just because you're practicing it. Um, And so that's been a cool like side effect of -hmm. that is that it's really helping not only is that helping my mental health in the context of, look, we have this space to talk, we have this community that we care about and that cares about us, but it's also just like it's helping even my own personal side efforts through therapy um, to work on stuff. And that's been really cool in addition to just like general public speaking stuff. And for me, that also was um, like through bartending. So the when I came out of the great depression um, and I've told this story before on the podcast, I like really had lost a lot of my social skills and my um, comfort speaking to people. Uh, There was just a lot of clumsiness in me talking or just like being seen by people. And I was very afraid of that. And um, I built a bunch of that back through um, serving and bartending because I wanted a job that would force me to be in front of people and make mistakes in front of people. Um, but this has definitely been for me an extension of that journey where now I'm not just talking about like food and beer and like the weather and stuff like that, but I'm having to talk about concrete and complex issues um, in front of you and in front of all of you and like still survive when you phrase things wrong. And that yeah. was still scary to me. And it's, it's not like it's gone now. I'll like always have a little bit of social anxiety, mm-hmm. but I'm not it's like I have the anxiety but I don't have the fear anymore if that makes sense um and I think that's something that I'm really thankful for as well because it feels good to be able to talk about um and it feels good to be able to like you're talking about something that's hard to talk about already because like you don't always want to share your personal stuff but then you're like it's important so I'm gonna do it because I'm I want to be the type of person that does that stuff And it's just a little bit easier when you don't have that added like fear of speaking about it. Um, And so that's felt really powerful for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Coming into this and like having this topic that, you know, it, it sounds crazy. Like it sounds just the most difficult thing in the world to like, Hey, let's start a podcast where we talk about depression, you know? And like, to some people, that just sounds like, wow, that sounds like a huge downer. And that sounds like just the most difficult thing to talk about. And it is a difficult topic to talk about. It is. It's because it, you have to be 100% like willing and ready to be open about like things that you're open about. Talk about it and just like, you know, be comfortable with talking about it, not only to another person, like in, like, like in a therapy session, but also be ready for that whatever you have said be put out for other people to listen to as well and so you know this and this is why sometimes i like when i I have to describe certain things that are like happening or anything like that sometimes i'll skirt the line of just like i don't want to call anybody out or do anything like that but like i'll try to give people the gist of exactly like what i'm trying to like you know uh convey to them and so it's it's tough it is a tough subject uh but i like us getting together and working on like this like we right now 
are doing one-on-one -on -one, like conversations with each other. There just happens to be a mic here, right? And we're just like in our mindset right now, we assume there's an audience just watching us right now is, what, is what's happening, right? But literally all we're doing is just having a conversation with each other and we're talking about a topic, right? And we've done that for 45 no, over 45 probably 50 episodes uh if you count the little ones and all the ones that we didn't number but around 50 50 different occasions we've had hour-long conversations one-on-one -on -one with each other and they have been open honest and uh, not just like shunning someone off it is if you're if you're coming to do the podcast and if you're okay with doing the podcast like, that was one of the key things, too. Like, I constantly check up on you, how you're doing. And, you know, if I need to, like, have a moment where it's like, hey, can we push it to this day or something like that? Because I just need time, right? Like, that'll happen. And we're very open and honest with each other. Like, you know, oh, you know, it's fine. That's cool and everything like that. And we'll try and work with each other on each other's, you know, schedules and how we're feeling and everything like that. And if it's, you know, if, if it ever becomes too much, like, we, we, talk, we, we talk. We tell each other that. And that's the thing where it's like, sometimes the topics are very heavy and sometimes they're they're a little bit more lighthearted and you know we've 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 run the gamut you know the gambit on both of them um but i really enjoy talking with you right in these one-on-one -on -one sessions growing uh more open you know uh with being able to talk with another person about like this hard subject to talk about and that's something that like i i i would hope that everyone is able to do as well because you know I, I want people to realize that you know first step into trying to you know deal with you know this that we're live the time we live in is being open and talking and being ready to talk with someone else you know um this all just started off with just like hey do you feel like you would want to talk about it on a podcast you know and then it's slowly like you know wrapped up from there and it's a very difficult thing to like jump into it's not you know this isn't just like hey want to talk about movies we watch every week <laughs> you know that's that's something like you know, we could do anytime right but this is like you have to be ready for this you have to be like open and ready to come in and talk about this stuff because you know not only not only are you talking about it with someone you know you're talking with me about it you know um but you're, you're also preparing to try and like convey it to people who are listening like and trying to get them to you know kind of relate with it as well um and understand what you're going through as well um and like when we first started this whole podcast we brainstormed it was like one of the key things that i brought up was like the whole point of this podcast isn't to we're not doctors we're not official like anything right we are just two people who are dealing with their own stuff and i just want to do a podcast where we talk about like the subject of mental health and depression and all it is is i need it to be open honest and relatable and i think if we just talk with each other about it and be open about it with each other that people will be able to relate to the story not necessarily agree with everything we talk about they don't have to agree with it they can disagree with it um they can side whichever side they want but it gets them thinking about it and it gets them relating to whatever we're talking about yeah and it normalizes having those discussions exactly. even when you don't necessarily agree and i think that's been something that was cool for me too was that 
you and I tend to have a lot of the same perspectives on this stuff, which is cool. And I think that's part of how we got here together. But there are times that we disagree or we're kind of coming from a different place. And having that space where, um, or even like we'll get people who listened to the episode who will (laughs) be like, you're fucking wrong about this. (laughs) And I like... I'm not that type of person that inherently would have been okay with that, Mm. but I have to be okay with it. And now I actually love it because it means that people are thinking about it more, which is great. Everybody should think more about mental health. And it means that they're talking about it and comfortable talking about it because people aren't always going to agree and people have vastly different mental health journeys. I think we all have a lot of stuff in common living in Yikes Land and that's awesome because it means you're not alone. But at the same time, everybody has their own slightly different take on it or different things that have happened to them to lead them to be at whatever place they're in. And so people are going to disagree and I think that's fun and cool because I definitely used to be a person that felt like everybody has to agree with me all the time. (laughs) And now I'm like, you know what? People are talking about it and that's awesome. And when we first started out, obviously, when you start anything, nobody's listening. And so it was like we would always say if we just – even if we reach nobody, at least we're having this conversation. And if we can just reach one person, that would be super cool. And instead, we've had people that I never even knew had any sort of mental health struggles at all, like – tell me, oh, hey, sometimes they they haven't even listened to the podcast yet. I'll just like mention that I have this podcast and they'll say, what is it about? And then they'll be like, oh, that's cool. And they'll tell me their story and their struggles. Or they'll be like, oh, I've been on medication this entire time. I just don't really talk about it. Yeah. And like all of those little things are so meaningful to me because every chance that we get to make it more normal and fine and human to talk about our mental health struggles is awesome. Yeah. So I think we've made a lot of progress and a lot of people have fought before us to destigmatize things. But at the same time, there's a lot of ground that still needs to be covered. Um, and I feel really honored to be a part of that. And I really treasure all the people that do, you know, talk to us and respond to us and be like, Hey, this is a thing I struggle with too. Um, cause a lot of times it's really unexpected. Like you walk through life assuming everyone except for you is like perfect yeah. and like completely in control and they have no mental health issues. And like, that's so unrealistic because it really is so many people, but it's just like, not everybody is wearing it on their sleeve and that's okay. And people have lots of reasons for that. Um, and that's completely fine, but it's, it's cool to like have it pointed out to you that like all these people that you thought we're like breezing through life with no struggles. That's not really true, you know? And that's, that's part of why I want to talk about it a lot because I don't want to seem like I'm breezing through life because I'm not. And I could like shut down and tell nobody about all these struggles um, and make it look like I'm breezing through life, but it would be a lie, you know? Mm-hmm. It'd be straight up a lie. And there was a time in my life where I couldn't make it look like that. And I could make it look like that now because I'm, functioning pretty well now but like but I don't want to be that person because I want to even in terms of like I try to be pretty open with it at work and I'm lucky that I like am in a position where I can be open about mental health stuff at work because I don't think that it's a good model for us to pretend 
that everybody who is in a position of leadership is like having an easy time and um, absolutely perfect and having no struggles. You know, I think that it's a much better model if we teach people that you can be depressed and be in charge. You can be depressed and be successful. You can have social anxiety and have your job be that you have to talk to a lot of people and that it's much more nuanced and complex than that. Um, and that having, uh, struggles with mental health does not have to hold you back from whatever it is that you want to do. Um, but that it doesn't mean like just because you've reached a certain point and like, I'm not like some grand success. I'm just a nobody, but like, I still am allowed to be in charge of stuff that I'm like, that's weird. Who let me be in charge of this? (laughs) And I want, and I think it's important to be honest that, just because somebody seems like they're in whatever spot in life doesn't mean that there's no struggle there. And I was afraid when we first started this podcast because like now this stuff is out on the internet. My thoughts are out there. My mental health struggles are out there. And I was fearful at a time because I was like, this could literally like I could apply for some other job and they could Google me and find this and decide that I'm not the right person because I'm talking too much about being crazy. And over time, I like, and I didn't want to let that stop me because I was like, that's stupid. If I like, it's not a good job for me. If it's a job where you're supposed to like pretend that mental health stuff doesn't exist, Mm -hmm. you know, like that would be toxic. Um, But at the same time, like it definitely was scary. And I know that it still exists out there. Um, or even, um, in episode 44, we talked about how being honest about mental health stuff means that you're risking somebody weaponizing it against you, whether you're doing it on a podcast in front of potentially the whole internet, or you're just being honest in front of your family or friends. Like it's still a risk because people can still take that stuff that you said and turn it against you and use it to, tell you that you're crazy or that what you're saying doesn't matter or that you can't have that job because you're too crazy and you can't control yourself or whatever. There's like a million ways that it can be turned against you. So it, it it was scary and it still is a risk, but at the same time, it's completely worth it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I hope that we're contributing to a future where, that doesn't have to be such a risk anymore yeah. where it's just normal and fine to talk about what you're dealing with and not have to pretend that just because you are high functioning means that there's no pain in that function. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to, I want to be- believe in, you know, my, how proud I am of this podcast of like, I want to believe that we are contributing in some way to some, you know, light out there, so to some goodness that's being put out there, to aiding at least some small way, um, you know, getting, you know, this the, the taboo of talking about this stuff, you know, lifted more and more every day, you know. And I, every time I come in here, I'm super proud to, talk about this stuff i'm proud about the shows we make i'm proud to sit here with you and talk with you about this stuff and be open about it because you know when you're when i when i'm outside of this podcast it's lots of stuff it's it's you know the world is still the world and it's still 
difficult to talk about this stuff sometimes with you know people who won't understand i mean we talked about in the last episode about people who 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 don't understand or or refuse to understand about it and it's it's it it was always tough deciding whether or not this should be a thing but hopping into it and us you know staying with it and actually like you know not just doing it for a handful of episodes and realizing maybe we shouldn't do this or anything like that but like being okay with it and being open with it and being you know having the ability to talk with one another and express like these these ideas that are you know with what we're dealing with and and doing it in a, in this such an open manner you know like like you said it's like it's it's scary but at the same time like it you feels like it's worth it it feels like we're we're doing something that's that's worth it you know um and you know like i said like the, if this will ever, ever only ever reached one person and you know we helped that one person that made it all worth it you know um you know and that's what I believe there. And, you know, I've talked to people who, you know, who listen to the show and they're were really grateful for having it or really grateful for listening to it or really, you know, open about it. And you know, like you said, being surprised by like hearing other people who uh, are in the same, you know, boat as we are. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's super humble. You know, I feel humbled by it and i i love doing this podcast i love sitting here doing it and being open with it you know because sometimes like you know it's very difficult to be open about certain things in just the normal life that you have you know like um you know for like for me like i can't you know just it's difficult to talk about like the stuff with like certain family that just will refuse to, to understand about it or who have their own ideals of like certain things and it's you know it's it's tough you know like but it's it's good to have a place to talk about it you know like and it's, it's the same thing with like going to therapy or, or talking with other or opening yourself up to somebody you know and talking to people who want to support you like it's it's feels really great to have a place to go to and just talk and be you you know and that's that's what's really great i like this is what I think this podcast is. This is the most purest us I think we could possibly get on a podcast, you know, like, um, us being open and us talking about like just this, this personal subject, you know, as much as we can, you know, again, like podcasts open forum, like we, we do what we can and, and, and talk about what we can. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's just us. And I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I like that we are here and still going strong with it and still happy to do it. You know, it's, it hasn't gotten like old, you know, it hasn't gotten like, we're having to feel like maybe we're not like every single time we come in here, it's like, I don't know if we should keep doing it. No, it's like, I'm really excited to keep going. I'm really excited to get together and record another one, you know, or record another handful of them and, and, you know, still continue on. It's like there, we haven't like hit, uh, uh, any like roadblocks where we're just like, no, we feel great about it. Even if someone says they disagree with us or, you know, they didn't, you know, they don't agree with how we had said whatever we said. It was like, well, that's good. You know, well, what do you think? You know, we want to hear what you think because that's the idea. We want you to relate to it, not agree with it. We don't want you to agree with everything. Like even when you and me 
find common ground and like we we do relate on a lot of things yeah. that we talk about um and i think that's just because like you know maybe we're just both asian or something i don't know <laughs> but no but, but we we've we've had certain similar things but we also come to like uh like realizations like oh we have differences in certain things like our social anxieties right like mine is very different from yours right like i was like now lo looking back on a social anxiety that, that you have where you said it's like oh i can talk to like i can be in a group right but then when it's me one-on-one -on -one, yeah. it's very hard and then for me i'm the inverse so it's yeah. like one-on-one -on -one, i can i can do you know uh, oh yeah but one person walks through that door it's over i don't know what to do it's like ah, what do i do there's another person uh, how do i act and so, like, now looking back at it, I can see, like, this deciding to do this for, for you must have been very difficult because, I mean, again. Yeah, because I'm it, essentially just talking essentially, to you. <laughs> you're just talking to me. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know. Has that, like, has that been weird? Has it ever been weird for you? Or just, like, essentially you are just talking with me and we're just assuming there's another person with well, the mic? I try not to, um, if I really thought about, like, oh, no. What are people who are listening or watching going to think about me saying this and this and this? Then I would like clam up and not be able to do anything. And I guess I would rather do something and have said something imperfectly mm -hmm. and then hope to grow from that point than like not do anything at all. Because like my innermost self definitely wants me to fail by being like be perfect or be nothing. And then I'm like, okay, I'll be nothing then, you know, but like. I can't live that way. <laughs> That's not sustainable. So like I largely – I've gotten a lot better at sort of not – I don't want to say not caring what you think. Like I, like I care about you and I care that I bring a good self to the podcast. <laughs> but like in a way I kind of have to be like if he thinks what I'm saying is dumb, like fuck it. You know what I mean? There, mm -hmm. There's like that other voice that, that has to be like, you know what? Fine. I'm just going to do it. You got to be brave. And I definitely also have to sort of like block out the thoughts of like, are people that are watching this going to think that my hair looks stupid? Are they going to think that I said this wrong? Like, what if they disagree with what I said and they think I said it poorly and they think I'm being insensitive? Like, there's a part of you that has to kind of like quiet that voice where like, I care about the community and I care about people who are listening because I want us all to survive Yikesland together. But in a way, you have to stop yourself from constantly thinking, what are you going to think and what are they going to think? And you just have to be like, okay, I hope this version of myself is true enough and good enough that it means something to somebody. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, there's definitely not, there's not no social anxiety remaining. It's just that like you sort of find a way to go on because you think that doing it is more important than whatever your all your little fears are and i don't know i mean that's how, that's how life is in general yeah. you know yeah. like i you run a race and it might not be your best race and you might be slower than you were when you were training and you still have to do it you know um and that's i say it like it's an obvious lesson and it, it is an obvious lesson but it also took me until like pretty much now to learn that lesson and to be able to do things imperfectly because I was held back by that for a very, very long time. And I was terrified of like closing myself off from opportunities like I was saying with the job thing. I was afraid that like 
oh, if I put this out here, then like I might not get hired for whatever or something like that. Like there's so there's you can you can make up a trillion of those fears for yourself. And then you can also get stuck and paralyzed by them. And I just I didn't want to be paralyzed anymore. Yeah. So it is what it is. You know? Yeah. It, the, like, for me, this was a way to just be open and be honest and just, like, want to be myself, you know? And just, like, it started with that and it's come to, you know, where we are now. And, like, that's, I really enjoy that, you know? And I like that the way that I had view, like, my views on things have changed since, since Yeah, the, I think both began. of us have changed a lot since. Yeah. We, and that, that kind of came up in the previous episode when we were talking because we were redoing an episode that had been lost that we had already done. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't the same at all because we're both different people now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's cool too because it sort of – it never gets old talking about mental health because you're constantly you're constantly experiencing it and thinking new things. But then you're also changing in your journey to like fight back against some of that stuff. And so it's always different. And I think this community of people that live in Yikesland are some of the bravest people, even though a lot of times we're fighting an invisible fight that can't be seen. And that makes it hard to explain to other people who don't have these struggles. But I consider myself very lucky and I'm very honored to be among all of you in Yikesland because I think that were really some of the bravest and strongest and most wonderful people that are capable of so much change. And so I, I like talking about being here because I, in a way I'm really honored to be here even as hard as it can be. Yeah. It's not something that like we, it's not an easy subject even today. You know, it's not something like we don't come in here and just like, Oh, it's going to be super easy to talk about like all this personal dark stuff that we're dealing with if we're dealing with it at that time you know sometimes we have we do have good times sometimes where it's like oh you know it's just, this week's been good or this you know this time has been all right but yeah when we get low it gets hard when when it's when we come in here and we, wanna, we have to be honest about it it's it's difficult but like having built up already like over you know, close to 50 episodes of this of just us being open and honest about it and just talking about it and getting used to that Use the idea of that. It's again like like therapy. You've gotten you've gotten into that routine. You've gotten to that idea where it's like you know what, this is. I think it'll be okay, and I think it'll be all right. I like that. I, I like that we've grown. And I like that we've changed and adapted our our way. Just like the show. Just like what I said. Like um, we slowly alter and we slowly change and adapt little by little. And like that's where the difference, huge difference, is from the beginning of the show. Uh, from when we first started until now, where like things, there's a huge difference, you know, way, you know, night and day, you know, difference from when we first started. Like first few episodes, like I remember clearly, it's just, it's us getting the idea of like talking openly about it, you know, and um, really kind of just understanding how we were going to do, do this and being very nervous and being very just like, how do I say this, you know? And then now to now where it's just like, yeah, you know, we, we can come in here and we talk with each other and be open about it and be comfortable about it. And like there's a whole different vibe that it gives off, you know. So I, I'm really proud of this, this show. I'm really glad that we're 
here. I'm glad that of all the people who listen and support the show and, um, you know, I'm glad to, you know, be here and be honest with it and just be myself. I like it. I like it a lot. And I hope that we continue to do it for however, how, you know, to the end of time. For many you know, moons. Many, many moons, as I hope. Yeah. Any final thoughts or anything like that? I, I am just, I forget, like, I forget that this is a thing. Not that I forget that we're part of a podcast, but I, like, I almost, because it means so much to me, I, like, sometimes I cannot comprehend how much it means to me. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Like, when something's a really big feeling, you, like, can't, like, the feeling would swallow you whole. And so, like, sometimes you don't even think about, like, formally 45 episodes, realistically, like, 50 episodes is crazy. We've been doing this for a long time. I mean, I know there are plenty of people who have done way more podcast episodes than we have, but like I've never done a podcast before and it is incredible to me how much we've changed and how much the podcast and the community has given me and I'm really honored to be here and be a part of it. Um, but it's just like, it's it's so wild to me. It's so wild to me that this exists and that, we are able to talk to you guys out there in yikes land and have people talk back to us. Um, and I never envisioned that we would be able to have this kind of space and this kind of community. Um, yeah. cause it's something that I think if I, if I think back to myself during the great depression, like, if I had had me now, if I had had you now, if I had had all of you guys now, um, I would have felt a lot less alone. And so in some ways, the, all this time, the one person that I've been trying to reach was just like old me. Mm. Um, but I, I'm just really, it's, it's crazy to be able to do this. And I feel really lucky to be able to do this. Um, and I hope that you guys are um, will be with us for a long time, not just in the podcast, but in Yikes Land, fighting the good fight, talking about it more, normalizing talking about mental health. Because yeah. um, every time you talk about it is important and contributes to a body of people talking about it. Um, that is so meaningful to me during the Great Depression and hopefully to some of you as well. Yeah, yeah. It's truly grateful for this. Really, to the, the bottom of my heart, I love doing this podcast. It is, you know, it is everything that I wanted to, you know, it to be, and it's still growing, and it's still, it's still something we're still, you know, adapting and changing and, and doing, you know, being us on it. And I just love it. I love it so much. I love everything about it. Um, I love doing this with you. I love, like, the people who are, who, who we've, connected with out there and it's just it's it's just really good and i'm glad that we did this i'm glad that like um we have changed since the beginning and that we're going to continue to change with it and i just am so grateful for it and uh, proud of this show whole you know it is it is the show that i'm most proud of and i i want to continue it and it's the one i look forward to the most um uh, to be, you know, open and honest about it, you know? And so, yeah, I'm super grateful with it. Um, yeah. 
I, I love it so much. Would you like to bring us on? Yeah. Well, thank you for being here with us and reflecting with us. Um, we hope to hear from you guys as always. If you have thoughts about how things have changed, if you want to tell us a story about how talking about mental health and being open about it has changed you. Um, we love to hear all of that. Um, everybody, like I said before, everybody talking about this is super important and super brave and very strong. And I'm honored to be in a community with all of you. So the more we can do that together, the better. Um, this has been your host, Chris Fung, along with my co-host. Uh, this has been your co-host, Jelani Hoon. Thank you for being here. Hey, Chris. Thanks for doing a podcast with me. Thanks, Jelani. See you later. <laughs> Bye, guys. You are not alone. Help is available at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255.